Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Everyone and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am so excited as tonight we have Mike Craig, the vocalist from Farewell to Sorry, <laughs> it's been a long day. Farewell to Fear coming on. So it's gonna be a really cool interview and I'm very excited to bring him on. Before he comes on, I just want to give people an introduction to my show. It's been a couple weeks since I've had a show, so uh looking to get back into the swing of things here. So Mike is from, as I said, he's from Farewell to Fear, and I'm going to do a nice introduction for these guys. They're going to be one of the many bands that I've had the honor of interviewing on my show. My show is a um, forum that really brings musicians, entertainers, comedians on, and we do a really in-depth interview. Some of the bands I've had on my show include Ten Years, Tremonti, Trivium, Sick Puppies, Lacey Sturm, Dead, Red Sun Rising, and the list goes on. So check out the podcast, download them, stream them on iTunes. Every interview that I do is um, unique and curtailed to the artists themselves. So I created this show with the forum in mind to bring people on and really help and support them. I know that in the entertainment industry today, it's sometimes very challenging the way things have changed over the years with people to help get their name out there. So this show was meant to spread the name of my bands and support them and uh, get them out to the masses. A little bit about my background. Um, I have a background in psychology, although I mentioned that. My show is purely an entertainment show. It's not a show that's doing any therapy or diagnosis. I always put that out there in the front. And, um, again, my guests can feel free to share whatever they'd like on the show. So, again, it's going to be a really cool journey we're going to take you on tonight with Mike. If you're tuning in, you can create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. And if you want to call in, the number is 805-243-1320. So let's do an awesome introduction from Farewell to Fear, and then we'll bring him on the show. These guys are interesting. They originate from a variety of different areas, which most people would think, how do these guys even get together, which we'll get into tonight. But these guys are based out of Florida, New Orleans, and Nebraska, to name a few. They've released two studio albums. One was New Blood, and that was followed up by an EP called Legacy. New Blood had some hit singles off of it. It included Fire and uh, their cover version of Rihanna's song Diamonds, which was really what launched these guys on Sirius XM Octane. Um, it took them into number one in the Amazon Hot New Rock Singles and number eight on the iTunes Rock Chart. These guys have toured and shared the stage with national artists like Seven Dust, Pop Evil, and Alice in Chains, to name a few. And uh, not too long ago, these guys signed with Pavement Entertainment, where they released, it's out now, it's a fantastic album, uh, called Voices, and check it out. They have a music video for their hit single, Underneath My Skin. It is out right now. So definitely download a copy, pick up a copy of these guys' album, and uh, support them. And lastly, I want to thank uh, Barbara Papa George from Pavement Entertainment for setting up the interview. I've booked a ton of interviews with her, and it's always a pleasure to uh, work with Pavement and support their artists. So without further ado, let's bring Mike on. Hey, Mike. How are you? Hey, Carrie. I'm fantastic. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for joining me tonight. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Cool. Absolutely. Looking forward to supporting you guys. The album, which we'll get into in a little while, is, I mean, it's fantastic, Mike. I listened to it from start to finish, and I have to say and commend you guys. You know, it's rare in this day and age that you can pick up a copy of an album and just literally go through the whole album and say, ah, there's a filler here and there. No fillers. Amazing album. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, because that was that was that was what we were going for, and I think that's probably um, uh, you know, heck, when we're growing up, I mean, that's what we we live for is buying that album and hoping that you know um, that every song was amazing. And you know what? Back then, it was. <laughs> it's like you Definitely. could pick up, you know, uh, you could pick up albums and listen to them every day, nonstop, and never get to their song. Their song, and when somebody says, "Hey, what's your favorite one?" you could never pick. And um, and we really tried very hard to, to accomplish that. So. Um, hearing that from you um, speaks volumes, and we really certainly appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm still one of those people. I like to, when I'm running on the treadmill or lifting, I want to be able to listen to an album from start to finish. I'm not someone who likes to kind of pick and choose a single here and there and shuffle it on my iPod. I mean, I really do enjoy a full album. So, again, kudos to you guys. Thanks. 
Cool. All right. So let's do this. I do a little bit of a different interview. Um, you know, I want to learn about who you are as an artist. You know, we, we know you guys are an amazing band, and we're going to talk about the band and, you know, how you guys came together. But, you know, I want a little hear some about you. So, you know, mm-hmm. let's talk, go back to when you were a little kid. And um, did you <laughs> grow up in Jack, Jacksonville, Florida? Is that where you're, you grew up? I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. So uh, since I was young, we, uh, actually, my folks actually moved down from Michigan. It's probably the smartest move they ever made when I was young. So, yeah, I did mostly growing up here in, in uh, Jacksonville. Okay. And, yeah, share with us as a little kid, you know, what were some things you were interested in? Were you a kid that was interested in sports? And if you were, anything particular that you played? Or were you someone that was more, you know, into the artsy stuff and drawing? You know, share us, share with us some interesting stuff that people might not sure. know about you. Um, well, it's interesting because, um, you know, as I was growing up, I mean, I was interested in, in um, and, and all kinds of things. And I had an older brother, and sports was always a big thing for us, you know, so – you know, starting out playing, you know, t-ball and baseball and soccer and football. And so we had an opportunity to do a little bit of everything, which I think is, I think is great. I think especially kids nowadays, I think it's really smart for them to get into team sports. And, and um, I think that has an integral part of learning as they grow up. And that was a big, that was a big thing and a big influence that our parents had on us. And, um, and, and, uh, but there was definitely a part of me that was always interested in, in um, the artistic side of things. I was definitely interested in, in, um, uh, in, in drawing and, creating and you know just really enjoyed you know movies and things like that when I was a kid and um and and music was always a a really big a big thing for me and um so and I think that's you know probably one of the things that sticks with you for so long and depending on how passionate you are about that particular topic or what it is sometimes those things stick with you forever in which that case it certainly had it was funny I had um, had somebody asked me the other day what really got you interested in uh um, in playing music, when did you know you wanted to do that? And it was funny because it was, I was probably 10. I didn't see when it was. And I was, in, I was always interested in, had passion for music, but didn't know why. And my, my uncle had come home for my 10 year old birthday with a, uh, a Kiss Alive 2 album. And, uh, and I just remember seeing that thing for the first time and opening it up and, and saying, Oh my God, put that, you know, put that thing on and started listening to it. And from, I mean, immediately I was, I was hooked. I was like, this is, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I mean, when I was 10, wow. you know, and, and okay. uh, something like that stuck with me forever, you know? And um, what was it about? Like, were you originally just drawn to rock right away? And were you interested? And we'll get more into it. You know, did you just want to do vocals or were you someone who was looking to pick up an instrument? No, I actually started out playing drums when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, interesting. I, mean, I think it's, okay. yeah, at the very beginning, I wanted to play, uh, I always thought being a guitar player would be the coolest thing ever, you know, when I was when I was little, and and uh, and then for some reason, uh, you know, I picked up a, a drum set and uh, started playing, and it just I, I was I was hooked, and uh, I played drums all the way through uh, high school, and um, and it, it was it was interesting because um, we we I played in a couple bands, you know, um, and we we'd done fairly well and done some recording, and and actually uh, as a young band, we, I think we were 15, 16, 17 years old that had uh, had a song on one of the local rock stations here. And it was really interesting. But uh, as I got a little bit older, I realized that there was a majority of people out there, especially in Jacksonville, where the, or my sphere of influence, where um, uh, their drummers and guitar players were a dime a dozen. Everybody wanted to play drums and play guitar, but nobody, <laughs> nobody wanted to go sing. So um, I was, we were literally faced with a scenario with the band that I was in that we wanted to take this thing to the next level, but no one, we couldn't find anybody that one could sing for them or, or, uh, or even wanted to. So I said, um, well, I mean, I've got tons of friends that are drummers. Why don't we just have one of them come over and I'll just try my hand at singing because no one else is going to do it. And that's, okay. how, that's how I started singing. Yeah, wow. so it was kind of interesting. Uh, it was a default thing for me, but I fell in love with it immediately. And, uh, um, and then, th- then the rest is history. Okay, so let's let's take it back a little bit, and then we'll get back to you getting into drums and singing. Was anyone in your family involved in music? You know, was I know your uncle? You said pops in the Kiss CD, and right away you're you're drawn to it. Um, but yeah, is, is there anyone in your family that's involved in entertainment, the music industry? No, it's so weird. I mean, uh, my, my my aunt my aunt was a, a had played some piano and 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 taught some okay. piano, but but it was never it, we were it was never. Uh, um, it was never we were never so close close enough to the point where they so that was my that was my total inspiration you know 
Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and my, my immediate family, no, no, no one had anything to do with no. music, what which is, was um, interesting. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, what is your, what do your parents, what, what do they do, or what did they do for a living? What were their professions or careers? Um, well, my my uh, my my dad was uh, actually worked for a television uh, station doing advertising, and my mom was in real estate. Oh, okay. A totally different you know scenario, and um, you know it was growing up was interesting because it was uh, you know as we were doing sports and whatnot, you know me wanting to to well, quote unquote be a rock star when I was a kid was kind of a, um, a an awkward situation for my parents, if you can only imagine when the kid is. I want to be a rock star. <laughs> so, well, I you know, think, and I want to get into, you know, be so were they, right, right, and I want to get into it, because it looks like you do something else for work other than music, because it looks like when we get into the guys, I'm going to ask you a little bit more later on about, yeah, it sounds like you travel a lot, so hold that in your head. I don't want to forget that. But for sure. what were what were some of your parents, you know, what were some of their reservations, just how the industry is kind of fickle and it's very challenging? What was their you know, again, concerns. Yeah, about- yeah. There, 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 uh, there were issues that, that uh, on the onset was, you know, uh, that'll never happen. You know, that um, it's a, it's like um, it's like a parent looking at a child that says, "Hey, I'm gonna be Superman when I grow up." Right. You know, and that might be a likelihood of maybe making that happen. And and um, you know, uh, heck, well, you know, back then, it was like my hair was long, and I wasn't gonna cut it, and I was, I didn't really care much for going to school. I mean, not, not okay. uh, like college or whatnot, but so, so obviously it concerned my parents, <laughs> so, you know, they, uh, they're like, wow, cut your, cut your hair, get good grades and get a good job. And just wasn't what I wanted to do, you know? And, and, uh, right. um, and I didn't know anything about anything when I was, when I was young, but, but I did know that, um, I had a dream and I wanted to follow it. And, cool. and I think that was, um, something to be noted because I think there's a lot of kids out there nowadays that, that have dreams, but the people sometimes the closest around them just continue to squash um, whatever that could turn into. Right. And I think that that's unhealthy. And, well, again, it shows, again, the motivation and the perseverance and the dedication, you know, on your end to, you know, basically prove people wrong and say, you know, you can say what you want to say, but I'm going to do this. Um, Absolutely. Real quick, to, just to digress, what is and what about your brother? What does he do for a living? He's a successful banker. You know, oh, okay. and uh, he does extremely well. Yeah, it was, it was funny. Interesting. He was uh, always, and my brother and I are complete opposites. Um, you know, uh, he was, you know, the four-year suit and tie and, uh, uh-huh. you know, college kind of a guy. And I think that's amazing. You know, it just it wasn't necessarily the path that I wanted to go. And um, right. and he has always done extremely well and, and uh, you know, super, super happy um, for him. But it was just not the path that I wanted to take. And um, so we both found success in, a, in, a, in taking two different paths, which was interesting. Well, you know, it's interesting. You said your mom was in real estate, right? Your your brother's a banker. And uh-huh. sorry, you had cut out a little bit. What is your What would your dad do? He was in advertising? Yeah, and then he eventually got into real estate, too. So, so okay. But isn't it, I mean, sales and, you know. Right. And I'm just trying to do some different stuff and extrapolate a little bit. But isn't it interesting the way that. <laughs> You are in a different profession when you when you look at music, but in a way you have to do a lot of like selling. You know what I mean? You sure have you to do. be on your feet, and you. So it's an interesting thing that you know your parents are in different professions and your brother, but you guys do have a common theme. Interestingly, I think that runs throughout what you guys are doing. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's, it's a lot of things are parallel, right? And anytime you have to sell sell something, really what you're doing is you're selling yourself. And right. like uh, anything in sales, it's all about um, uh, it's all about people, and people don't necessarily buy. Um, uh, you know, they don't they don't necessarily buy. Sometimes what you're selling, what they do is they buy you. And if they like you, and you get along well, and you treat people right, then a lot of times mm-hmm. you're buying from somebody's not so hard to do. Right, but you're also selling a product, and again, fair. Uh, you know, fair to fear has an amazing product. Your your parents are selling houses. You know what I mean? So it. There's something that the people want too, and it has to be a good, solid product, which you have. For you sure. Know? So, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for um, thank you for sharing that. So, okay, let's fast Absolutely. forward. So, like you said, you're you're getting into drums. You're realizing that they're a dime a dozen, and you know, you guys need a singer. At this point in time, are you kind of on your way out of high school? Because you said you're around 
2017-ish? Yeah. 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 It was right, okay. at, right at the time, uh, you know, approaching getting out of school and then um, deciding to make the shift and say, you know what, um, you know, this band needs vocalists. Let's just, this goes, this goes this direction. So, um, and then shortly thereafter, um, I went down to, uh, well, actually moved down to South Florida and uh, went, I did, go, I did go down to school down there for two years for, uh, um, for audio and video engineering where I, you know, had an opportunity okay. to meet some really great people. And, and uh, so that was thing, but I, you know, I really kind of went down there because I wanted to, um, you know, meet people and play music. So um, ended up meeting some really great people down there and, and uh, writing music with some folks down there too. So it was really, a, um, it was really kind of a stepping stone to, to where we are today. And would you say, Mike, that, you know, vocally, I mean, did you ever have any lessons? Was it something that came pretty naturally to you? Did you ever hit, you know, in the beginning, some, some growing pain, so to speak, or some rough spots, you know, sure. with getting involved in that? Uh, at first, it was all it was all just um, you know <laughs> just trying to emulate people that you heard, and so right, I, right. I formal, um, you know, formal uh, training or lessons and those types of things. And, and then uh, as as I had gotten a little older, I started going back and saying, you know, I want to learn these different things. So I I'm, I did start reaching out and um, um, started looking at you know trying to find learn from different people. Well, I breathing techniques and just different vocal styles mm-hmm. and techniques that could help me broaden the range and, and those types of things. So it was definitely helpful. That's great. And I have to, again, just, you know, commend you vocally. There's just something about your, your pitch and your tone. It's just, it's very captivating, so to speak. And, and I mean, when I hear you sing, it's like, I know it's Mike Craig, you know, and that's really oh, cool. Thank to have you. that. Yeah. Yeah. Just to have that unique quality. And again, I don't think that's something, you know, that's a, I think that's a, wow factor for some people not everyone though so yeah i mean well, just thank you. really amazing voice yeah well thank really you great. i appreciate it and it's it's hard because um when you when you grow up listening to so many amazing um people out there and, and they have you know have they're so good and sometimes you right. say, boy i wish i could be that good but at the same time um I, you know you don't really want to sound like anybody else um you know but, but you know, sometimes sounding like other people sound like someone else can actually help you and um, so I've done a little bit of that in the past, but I've always, but I've always, I've tried, you know, um, even emulating some other people. But at the end of the day, you know, I, you know what, this is me. This is just the way it is. And if and if uh, and if people really like that, well, then great. If they don't, then I can't change who I am. So I'm just gonna go right. with that. <laughs> so, right. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. It's just, you have to be true to yourself and just kind of do your own thing. Hey, some people are gonna love you. And some people are not going to love you, and that's okay, too. Right, right. And I'm sure with your music, I mean, I don't want to compare you to anyone, but, you know, again, it's it's hard rock, it's modern rock, you know, and I think, yeah, people like that stuff. You know, what were some of the bands you grew up on that, you know, that influenced you? Oh, man. I mean, there's so many. I mean, you know, every, anything from from uh, early days of, you know, listening to Kiss, to Van Halen, to Iron mm-hmm. Maiden, to Metallica, to... Um, Rush to the police. I mean, there's so many right. uh, amazing bands out there that um, that you know I took some inspiration from. That um, you know that to this day, I mean, just are just classic, um, classic bands. They'll just never, they'll never, you know, they were uh, they're pinnacles in the in the industry. So, and then then you then you start hearing you know um, some of the modern bands out there that are just absolutely crushing it and reinventing and doing some amazing things and so I'm so inspired by so many new bands coming out. Young guys coming out just doing some amazing things and just blowing my mind. So I think music is a great time to be in music. And it's not it's a it's a it's a great time to explore, you know, and try to get creative. And mm-hmm. um you know that that gets me excited. Cool. Cool. So okay, so like you said, you're where'd you go to school? Was was it full sale? No, actually, yeah. I went down to um, actually it was like the first first few years that Art Institute was open down in uh, okay. down in Fort Lauderdale. So uh, I went down there and nice. and uh, I, like I said I just wanted to get get, get in the house, <laughs> get some freedom, right. and uh, it was uh, it was a great experience, you know. So I learned a lot, That's met a lot great. of really, really great cool. people. Okay, so what? So as we're going to start getting into how you meet the guys that eventually form um, Farewell to Fear. 
what did you what were you doing for work that you were traveling around a lot? It looks like you went to some great places too. <laughs> well, yeah, so um, I, I've been uh, ever since I started you know playing music. Obviously, I was very I was very young. Um, I realized that um, you know making music takes money and it takes time. And it was very difficult because, um, uh, like any like any artist out there that really wants to go, you know, um, play, one of the biggest problems is you either um, you either have all the time in the world and no money, or you have right. all the money that you want but you have no time. So right. uh, the dilemma was was a, was something we all face, depending on what it is you want to do, and whatever your passion is, or whatever your hobby is. So I knew that I needed to um, take control of certain things. I couldn't have a regular job because. Um, I would be. I, I couldn't. I couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't do anything. Or, um, um, or, or they. It was just not. It wouldn't fulfill me. So I. Um, I became an entrepreneur. I started starting. I started businesses. And I. T- I just stepped out and started doing something that would get a different result. And so, okay. um, you know, um, I, yeah, I've been doing that ever since my early twenties. So. And what types and like of entrepreneurs, what types of work do you do? Oh, I've had, I've had, um, I started actually a, um, a marketing business um, that that I had back in the late '90s that um, that did fairly well. I had a motorcycle business that I that I had that I was doing. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I've done a lot of things. Um, cool. Yeah, you know, had a, yeah. So I mean, it's like entrepreneurs. It's kind of funny because they're always on to the next thing. What's what's new? What's hot? You know, uh, in the creation phase. And um, mm-hmm. in one of one of our businesses that that we started has done very 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 well. It was a another marketing business that uh, took us all over all over the country, and then all over the world as well. So I still spend time uh, overseas quite frequently, um, and which is great because it gives me an opportunity to uh, to share my music as well. You know, as I'm as I'm traveling and whatnot. So and you meet people everywhere, and so now you get an opportunity to. Uh, earn fans from other different countries, which which is you know pretty fantastic. Yeah, definitely, definitely, that's great. So, as you're doing, evidently, was this when you're doing your motorcycle business or marketing? You know, to start start to bring in. How do you end up meeting, you know, Jeremy and Jimmy and Tony sure. and how the band starts? And I know there was a former guitarist, Bob, who I guess is no yeah. longer with the band, but. I'm assuming he was in the initial stages of it. So, yeah, just start giving us Correct. a little bit of background and the story on, you know, how did you guys all meet? For sure. Well, yeah. So one of one of the businesses that I had, it was a, a direct sales business that I that I had that we were marketing in the country, and we'd have certain pockets in our business that would that would start um, uh, start reacting. We'd get some really good things happening in certain markets. One of those markets was New Orleans, and. Um, the friends, you know, knowing friends, I had a very close friend that turned me on to a guy named Bob Dylan. Great guy, amazing, talented, and uh, and and that's how we actually connected. And then uh, two mutual friends um, uh, ended up being Jimmy and Jimmy, and we all kind of got together. And it was great. We really had a good time. And real we quick, realized, Mike, hey, this, real, this, yeah, real quick, ahead. I don't know if, are you on speaker? Because you're fading and fading. Like, sometimes you sound no, really, I've like, got great. No, I've people calling me. I've got people calling me right now. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> what's happening is you're hearing somebody else gotcha. trying to call me. Sorry about that. Okay. No, that's okay. Okay. So I'm sorry. So, go ahead. Yeah, so that's kind of, so this is kind of a, um, it was, you know, friends, you know, that, uh, and then we all connected and said, hey, let's put something together. So that's kind of how it all started. And then as things started evolving, um, we just decided to take this thing to the next level and to the next level and the next level. And so you start, in, you know, once you start moving and growing and moving and growing, sometimes things end up changing. You know, people start changing, lineup starts changing and things like that. So things just kind of evolved. Sure. So, yeah, while we're talking, so introduce, you know, we got, we got Jimmy on drums and Jeremy on bass and Tony Mojo. How does Tony Mojo, the guitarist, what's the nickname? Where's that coming from? <laughs> Hey, actually, it's kind of a funny story. Um, uh, Mojo was was actually his stage name when he was he was in his previous life was a uh, was a stand up uh, um, I want to say comedic hypnotist. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, he could okay. The country, you know, and and he was really really good, by the way. So and uh, and so, so that that was the term, Mojo, you know. So uh, but he always played guitar. He always wanted to 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 you know. Um, Take his take his um his music and get and really kind of turn right. it into something. So and actually he was in he was one of our marketing businesses. So it was such a natural fit for him and I. Cause we were already friends. 
to uh, to uh, to bring that into the fold. So it just worked out really great. And uh, the guy is amazing. Just a, a great guy and and um, um, very smart, you know. And so, you know, we, we were really fortunate that the guys that we, you know, we uh, um, that we are fortunate to be in a band with are all just really good people. And uh, I think that's where it all starts. If you're the right people, then anything can happen. So, and Jimmy and Jeremy are really close guys, uh, really close out of uh, New Orleans, um, you know, been playing all their lives. And uh, you know, have just brought a um, that solid foundation uh, to the band. You know, it's great when you have a bass player and a drummer that you know have been playing for so many years together. They bring that rhythm mm-hmm. section, and it just makes everything else better. And um, yeah. yeah, so so it's kind of a perfect mix. Kind of awkward that we all live kind of in different states to some degree, but with technology nowadays, we can just make that happen. Right. Definitely. So let's do this. Let's talk a little bit about the band name because I think that's really relevant to kind of reflecting back to what we were talking about from the beginning with, you know, not letting people kind of put you down and and tell you you can't do something and trying to face those fears and the challenges and overcome them. And I think what's interesting, um, you know, learning about you guys is that initially it was maybe going to be some type of a movement, Farewell to Fear. What was your initial thoughts before you then put this into a band, and, and how did you guys come up with the name? For sure. Well, um, you know, a lot of times when you're um, when you're when you're an entrepreneur, I, I would tell you that's where a lot of it comes from. Is and even um, a lot of times if you're if you're successful, if you're, if you're a successful entrepreneur, most people don't see the amount of failures that you have prior to the success. Right. They only see the success. Right. They don't see all the failures. Hundred to one, in many times. Hey, I've fallen down ninety nine times. Or I've fallen down 100, got up one, and the one was a success. And and the the failure piece is really where most people, um, the fear of failure is where most people quit because of what could potentially happen or the what if scenario. And so the whole concept and the message behind, um, you know, behind what I've been able to do. Apologize one second. Okay, sorry. What I've been able to do is. Uh, is teach people um, entrepreneurship, but teach them through not business. And what I'm teaching people is, hey, anybody can do anything if you if you're not afraid to go do what needs to be done. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're willing to go out there and you're willing to fall on your face, you want to get back up and try again. Then you know what? You're 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 way ahead of the curve. And so the concept of farewell to fear really came up because fear was really the only thing. That kind of holds people back from whatever it is mm-hmm. they're hoping to accomplish, whether that's, you know, maybe right. a better relationship, maybe that's success, maybe that's whatever the case is. Um, I think, you know, not 95 to 90% of the people out there, I mean, they're just so close to getting um, what it is they want out of life, but fear is the thing that's holding them back. So it's, so the concept of saying farewell to fear can open up doors for you and help you kind of live the life you've always wanted to live. It's kind of our motto, kind of the movement we really wanted to create that wasn't just the name of a band. It was something that was a movement, and it was something that I think people should, you know, should uh, – it's a mantra. I think people should wake up every day and say, you know what? Today I'm going to say farewell to fear. Today's going to be a better day for me. So that's mm-hmm. kind of how um, how we came up with the name and, and our, uh, our, our you know, lyrics and, and kind of the mood and where we're going with the music. Uh, hopefully we pick that as well. Definitely. Definitely. Well, let's do this because I want to do some background on, you know, New Blood and your prior material that you had out. But I definitely want to fit your hit single in that's out right now. And congratulations. I know this past Friday you released Voices and, again, amazing album. Um, so, yeah, Thank tell you. us a little bit Ooh. about, you know, Underneath My Skin. I know that the first single you guys pushed off of it, which was before the album was even out, was um, Waiting for Sunrise, which is a, a yep. great track. Um so, yeah, tell us about how many songs did you have at the time when you decided, you know what, Underneath My Skin is going to be, you know, the next one we push out. And, you know, what was it about that track capture, you know, in addition to Waiting for Sunrise, sure. this album and the concept? Um, it was hard because um, as we were writing the album, the um, our, our, our focus was let's let's make sure every song is better than the last song we wrote. So when you're doing that in succession and you're getting towards the end of the album, it becomes very, very very difficult to continue to outdo what you just did. (laughs) And um, so trying to pick a single was really, really hard for us to do. Uh, Although um, 
throughout the throughout the writing process, and uh, when we got to the end of the album, literally, um, underneath my skin was the last song on the album, and it wasn't necessarily uh, we said, okay, that's the one, um, because we we were we um, we got to the point where we were so biased, we could go back to the first song we wrote, which was Voices, and say right. that song could be the one, and so yeah. when we um, it was just so difficult for us. And thank goodness, Pavement stepped in too, and I, I said to the guys over there, said, you need to help us out here. You know, we're too close to the material. Maybe you can right. help us out. Pick one. You know, because it, it's like it's, having us pick one is like having us pick a child over another child. You know, right. so uh, so although we, we kind of had an idea of what we thought would, would react and what we thought was not too heavy or maybe what was going to work on the radio or whatever. Right. We had some thoughts yep. and some ideas, but, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes uh, you just need to leave that in the hands of other people and, and uh, just go with the flow. Nice. Okay. And and again, the concept of this album again is this this anthem, right? It's of love and obsession. And you know, share with us a little bit about that song. I think the video, and I'll talk a little bit about that now, and then we'll we'll preview the song. Yeah, you know, I think it's really interesting because I think you know it's this video where you know it's very the chromatic colors, but then you see kind of some colors like you know red seeping through. I think as the video starts to progress with whatever the person's grappling with, so to speak, underneath their skin, no pun intended. Sure. Um, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about that, because it definitely has this mixture of, you know, maybe some, I don't want to say evil, but there's definitely some conflict and stuff going on that, that's starting to seep out, where it looks like you guys sure. are trying to mm-hmm. manage and contain that. Well, I think everybody does. I think that, you know, and we looked at, when we looked at the song, it was, it was, um, it was a lot about... Uh, borderline obsession, and that wasn't borderline obsession necessarily meaning the relationship could be. Um, we like to have all of our songs somewhat uh, ambiguous to the point where people can. Um, it, it's not so specific that it has to mm-hmm. be about exactly what I was thinking at that moment. So, um, but if you look at obsession, it could be obsession for something, maybe something just that you want. Whether that's relationship, maybe maybe it's something different than that. Maybe it's a uh, Maybe it's a specific goal that you had in mind that you've always wanted to accomplish. And sometimes when that consumes you, um, it's an internal thing. And and you have so much struggle internal with your head and your heart always that is that it's always fighting this endless battle. And, uh, you know, sometimes it, there's, there's, some, there's, 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 there's a lot of emotions that happen when you're going through this process, and it gets to the point where you can't get it out of your mind. And that means right. that that other person inside you, to some degree, just won't let you go to sleep. <laughs> it's like right. once right. I lay down, I'm like, okay, now I'm awake because all I can think about is this thing or this whatever it is that I wanted. And so that was kind of the basis for the song. And and uh, I think at the end of the day is once you're aware and understand that's the situation, then you can kind of control it. And if that's in good or bad, right? So the thing that you're thinking about could be bad or something perceived as as evil or whatever the case may be, that's totally within your control uh, because it's right. all internal. It's all your it's, – it's yourself that you're having to deal with. And so if you're aware of it, you can handle it. So that's kind of where the, where the song was going. Nice. And I didn't mean to use the an extreme word like evil. I was just trying to capture, like I said, challenges. No, yeah, for sure. Well, no, I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, all right, cool. Let's do this, Mike. Let's uh, put you on hold. We're going to – preview fair, uh, your song Underneath My Skin and then we'll come back and get into the album and some of your previous work and I know you guys have some great shows coming up, some festivals so yeah, we'll talk all about that good stuff too alright? Perfect okay, hold on alright everyone, you're listening to the vocalist Mike Craig from Farewell to Fear we're going to check out their hit single Underneath My Skin it is off of their album which is currently out now, it's an amazing album as I said when we started the show from start to finish. Uh, no fillers on this album. Really great song. So uh, download a copy today. And uh, here we go with Underneath My Skin. And we'll be back in a moment.
Yeah, it was it was it was bizarre. I mean, um, it was not solicited. I was, you know, it was um, it was just one of these things that I, got, I had gotten a phone call from a friend in the morning saying, "Hey, I was on my way to work," right. and literally, they just Howard just played your whole song. And I, it was a little surreal. I was like, "Really? I'm right. not buying it," you know. And then, uh, sure enough, right. we got a phone call from from uh, the Stern Show, and uh, they wanted to do an interview, and and it was. Uh, I don't know if it was because you know, um, you know, Howard's got his own SM, you know, XM um, station and does his own thing, and he just caught wind of the song and liked it and played it. I don't know how that all happened, but um, but it was one of those things where um, you just you just never can plan for something like that. But what a great surprise! I've been a fan, sure, fan of Howard's for for a long time, but I right. uh, never never would have anticipated something like that. That's awesome. Did you, um, Mike, go into the show, or did you do a call-in interview? No, it was a call-in. Yeah, we did a call-in interview, and and uh, yeah, it was it was it was great. And then and then things started. I mean, it was crazy right. when when Howard, you know, jumps on something and 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 you know puts a stamp on it. Well, and, you know what? And the fans yeah, started getting out there. It was crazy. You know what's um you know what's interesting with him is that you know that song was written as you know by Sia. And, you know, Rihanna was the one that sang it and put it out there. For sure. And he did he did have Sia on the show because I, I listen to him all the time. Um, and I love his interviews right. with artists. And, you know, I wonder I wonder if that was around the time, like, Sia was on. I don't know. I mean, it's been it's been several years since she was on. But he definitely liked that song. So for him to find a rock version of that, which, you know, he's a huge rock guy. So what a, for sure. know, what a cool, yeah, what a cool moment. I mean, oh, it was wow. great. It was super, it yeah. was totally surreal. Yeah, it was one of those moments in life you'll like, never forget. You know, that was, it was awesome. That we were great. super thankful, cool. by the way. Yeah, it was awesome. Congratulations. Very cool stuff. All right. Thank so you. let's see. Let's push forward a little bit to right. Then you eventually released Legacy, also working with Brett Hesla. Was that still under Silent Majority label, too? Uh, no, we went. We did that on our own. We uh, after okay. after New Blood, we took some time off, and then we decided we were going to get back in and, and put something out. And um, we uh, we got we got back in touch with Brett and decided to go back in the studio. And um, and, and really, you know, Legacy was was kind of a um, a precursor to uh, to what was to come, which is Voices Now. Mm-hmm. So um, it was great because once we got done with Legacy, we 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 had definitely gotten the bug and said, you know what, let's let's go, let's do this again. And so, um, but let's not do it, you know, a single here on time or maybe do another EP. Let's go back in. Let's kind of, um, let's do, let's go into the reinvention process again. Cause I think that's, what's most important. If you're going to, if you're going to stand the test of time, you can't stay the same. You've got to move, you got to grow, you got to change. And, and, um, and so we did that. Um, and we made the decision, um, to, to, um, to move in that direction. So we, we actually, um, uh, got another producer on board, Damon Starkey, which is, amazing and uh and really kind of helped us take go from where we were to another stepping stone to where we wanted to go and um it was just like i said it's that constant evolution that's cool and how did you again how did you meet damien just through networking or you know how were you introduced yeah anyway he's been a friend of mine for some time and um he actually lives in jacksonville so we you know he it's great to we're 10 minutes away from each other and and uh the guys the guy's super talented and uh, reached out to him, talked to him a little about the project, and and uh, you know asked him if he wouldn't mind uh, you know producing this, you know. And so he was uh, he gladly accepted, and and we were off and running, and it was um, it was he was amazing in the process, and kind of really helped us write and in a, in a different direction and kind of move mm-hmm. um, into what you hear on the album today. That's great. I mean, yeah. Did he also mix it, Mike? Yes. Yeah. Guys, okay. amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, seriously, and again, I'm like, the more I listen to music and, and, you know, interview all you guys, and I really get into more of the technical stuff, I really do pay attention to that, and I have a background in music, but I'm not going to go, if you want to hear about that another day, that's another story, but, um, <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, when I started to really get into it and, and started like you, like you're saying with Damien, when I had the opportunity to work with someone at a level that has worked with some major producers, it was like, oh my God, what what was I doing in the past? Like, I really yeah. understood what a good producer. Yeah, you don't realize how you know, important a good mix something like that really is. Yeah. Oh, so, um, no, I mean, it's it's great. I mean, in terms of just everything being level and just, yeah, he did a phenomenal job with the mix. Really great. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. he did all. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, I highly recommend it for anybody ever wanted to 
look for the searching for you know the right producer for it makes it look so different. Definitely, definitely. Um, how long did it take you guys to write the album? Tell us a little bit about you know when did you start writing it, and how many songs did you choose from? Were you one of those bands that had like thirty and you had to you know pare it down to like no. ten, twelve songs? Yeah, yeah, I was kind of. Yeah, and a lot of bands do that too, and and uh, we used to do that in the past too, with a whole bunch of songs and pick the best, you know, out of the out of the bunch. And and uh, this was an interesting process when we made the decision we were going to go do it. We jumped in, and, um, and it was literally right after um, we launched Legacy, which was in March. So I think we started go back with back in maybe mid-April um, of last year. So this okay. was uh, to uh, November, mid-November, and we were done. And uh, and it was literally, um, it was literally, we every song that we wrote is on that album. And so, anything extra, um, we we went we went straight to it. So, it was uh, it was an amazing process. That's great. And now, were you guys, you know, was everyone going to Jacksonville, Florida? Is that where Damien's studio was? Like, or were the other guys recording their parts and you know shipping them via? you know, the internet and how was that working? Yeah. Most of the stuff was all digital. You know, we, we, we wow. would write parts and we'd send stuff back and forth and we'd critique this and critique that. And then it would just seem to be the best process and the most efficient um, mm-hmm. because, you know, it just, it costs a lot of money for people, you know, jumping in cars or jumping on planes and flying back and forth when you really is no need for it anymore. So, yeah, so it was, but it made for a very smooth process. Um, which was good because when you have too many people in the writing process, it can get very convoluted, very difficult, and very frustrating. Sure, sure. No, great. And again, another, you know, hurdle that most people wouldn't think of. I mean, you guys are recording this stuff from, you know, different states, and yeah, great job again to be able to do that and still put out the product you put out. So it's great. Thanks. Um, yeah. I think it's so when did you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about Pavement. You know, how did you hook up with them? When did they come into the picture? And, you know, what was it about them? I'm sure you guys, I'm sure, could have options with other labels if you wanted to. But I think, you know, personally, like sure. I said, I've had many of their artists on my show. And, you know, everyone's really professional. I really enjoy working with all the PR people. So, you know, they're it's definitely a great label. Yeah, no, I mean, they've been they've been wonderful. And, and uh, I've known I've known about Pavement for God, forever. I mean, they've been around for some been kind of a staple in in metal and, and things like that for so long. You know, we were looking at um, you know partnering up with a label. There's things that we really wanted. It's different than many many years ago. Um, you, you know, right now it's more of a partnership than it was um, back then. And um, so what we what we were looking for is something that would that would see the see the uh, potential and where we where we're going. But we also wanted somebody that. We were looking for a partnership. We wanted somebody to uh, somebody to work with, somebody to understand where we're coming from. And when when you got guys like Mark and Tim that are running the, running the label, that are musicians, they're they're, they're successful people, but they're, they're successful playing music just like us. It comes from a different right. perspective and, and understanding that comes along with it. So it's like it's like you know working with a bunch of guys that are in the band, you know, that have your best interests at heart. So that was a big deal for us. And um, and they've been they've been wonderful. We we uh, we got together with them back in um, oh gosh November, and um, okay. yeah, they've been a joy to, to work with. Yeah, that's great. Well, congratulations with you know like you said the partnership, and I think that is so important today. I don't think people look at that aspect, and it's not just yeah, about, know. you know pick, picking the biggest and best label. You know, like you said, even like you said when you're selling a product, you know, it's about the relationship. And if that relationship isn't there, it just can't sustain itself. And yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great way to, you know, characterize, um, you know, what you're, what you're talking about. For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Nowadays you, you, you have to have that. You got, it's um, like I said, it's just a different, different time, different day, different age than it used to be. And as long as you've got the right relationship and everyone's got uh, a mutual um, a mutual mm-hmm. beneficial relationship that everyone works for the same goal of doing this, the right thing, then, then uh, magic kind of what we're, what we're hoping for. Cool. Well, congrats. Um, let's Thanks. talk a little bit. I always like to, you said you liked uh, drawing when you were little and I definitely have a background in design and I always like looking at artwork. Let's talk a little bit about your, your logo, your album cover work. I think it's very interesting. Um, 
yeah, the logo's really cool in terms of, you know, you got these two capital Fs, they're kind of back-to-back with the Roman number two in the center, and there's lots of triangles and circles and different directions. Share with us a little bit about that logo and, um, you know, who did well, that for you. Well, we, we, um, we, wanted, we, wanted, um, we wanted a little bit of a departure from, um, from New Blood. Um, knowing that you know we're uh, we're constantly evolving and elevating mm-hmm. what we're trying to accomplish, our sound, our message, and whatnot. So, um, moving into this new album, we really kind of wanted to do a facelift, and so we um, we uh, we worked with a guy on the logo. We wanted something clean, something simple, um, something that was bold, and then um, you know we always like the um, you know the, the 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 you know some of the um, aesthetics and some of the other things that you can bring into a logo that. Uh, you know, um, you know, the alchemy concept and, you know, those, those types of things that we incorporate into the logo, um, you know, was, um, was something that was, it was broad, it was big. And, you know, we knew that we could hopefully, um, people would identify once they see that logo, they would know exactly, you know, eventually they'd know, Oh, that's terrible to fear. And so right. you got to start when you're branding something, you got to start somewhere and start small and start brand from that point forward. And, and, uh, that, that, um, incorporated well with the, with the, uh, with the album cover and, and we went through uh, multiple designs on album covers and figuring out what we we're going to do. But we were, I think, more so we wanted clean, we wanted simplistic, we wanted it powerful. And um, yeah. I think it came out. I think it came out well. Definitely, and that's it's funny you said that because that's what I have in my notes right here. I said, you know, you really took a simple but powerful approach, you know, to how you guys designed the album cover. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about the, you know, the image on it, the figure with the you know, the face and it's kind of cracking and tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think that, um, what we're, you know, we're going for a cool, I mean, there's a cool image for sure, but in the, in the, the concept of this, this, this album is so internal that, you know, and when the whole concept of voices is little, mostly the voices that, um, they're mostly internal voices. Of course, there's right. voices outside that you can't, you can't control, um, but there's a lot of voices inside, and the majority of this album is talking about the voices inside. And uh, when you see the, and 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 sometimes what you see on the surface is not what's going on in the inside. So you know, Definitely. a lot of people will look at somebody and say, "Oh, that person's got a great life, or they're doing very very well." On the inside, they're content, right? And they're you know they're they're in discontent and they're they're, they're struggling. So you know the concept of the the, the cracks and the and the, the no eyes, you can't see the eyes on there, and it's very internal. And just kind of, kind of, the idea was um, show show something that would kind of give you a look into someone else's soul as opposed to um, the face on the outside. So, um, and when you start listening to the the, the songs as they uh, in succession as they go through the album and reading the lyrics, and then you then you look back at the album cover again, it kind of just all starts to come together. Mhm. That's great. That's a great way to capture it. And. I mean, for me personally, some of my favorites, just I wanted to definitely throw these out there to you were, you know, Voices is great. And I honestly would say I think that if you release another one off of it, I personally, I would pick that one next. Um, I think it's a great track nice. for a single. Um, Thank some you. of my other ones, yeah, yeah, some of my other favorites, Let Go is awesome. Uh, Your Cure, really like that one. Um, Dead Generation's really cool. So, yeah, I mean, again, I don't want to label every song on the album, but yeah, I mean, everything's great, but those are some of my personal favorites. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so let's see. What's what's in store for you guys? You have um Rocklahoma, right? That's that's coming up soon, May twenty fourth. Yeah. Yep, we got yeah. Rocklahoma, we got Chicago, um, with otherwise and we've got um oh uh, gosh, we've got an, uh, an, we've got a uh showdown Jacksonville saliva. Um then oh, we're back cool. up into North Carolina and then on our way up to uh, West Virginia for Metal of the Mountain. So should be a should be a good couple of weeks to get out there and flex the music and uh, get the new stuff out there so people can uh, get some. We we want, we want reaction. We want to see what the how this is working. We want to see the fans and how they how they react to the the music and and uh, that'll be that's what we learn out of it, you know. And so we're we're anxious to get out there. That's great. No, I mean it's great stuff you guys have. So when you guys are not doing music or you're not working, um, what do you guys like to do for fun? Any any interesting hobbies that each of the guys have? You know, share a little bit about each member real quick, and then we'll wrap things up. Well, I think that uh, you know, that I, I wish they were on with me because they should chime in on that one. But uh, I know that you know, I, you know, a lot of the guys, some of the guys like to play golf, 
some of the guys like that, oh. you know. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Everyone, everybody, everyone has kids in the band, so I think a lot okay. of this stuff is when we're not playing, we're you know we're um, we're you know we're family people, you know. So nice. you know we like uh, yeah we like doing stuff. We just took our kids to Legoland over the weekend, so you know that kind of stuff. We you know we try to create as many moments as we possibly can um, because you know those are the things that are going to last. It's not the stuff in your life; it's the moments that you create. So. You know, um, you know, uh, but um, you know, when you live when you live near the beach, going to the beach is always a good thing. And you know, there's there's plenty of things to do when you live in Florida. That's for sure. That's cool. Yeah. Well, great. Well, again, thank you, Mike. I mean, great album. I wish you guys much success. You are always welcome back on when you have any new material coming out or new stuff to promote. So just know that that's always available. Thank you. That's awesome. And I so much appreciate you doing what you're doing out there for everybody. And and uh, thanks for uh, um, all the kind words about uh, about the new music coming out. And very um, really much looking forward to uh, connecting more frequently. Cool, cool, yeah. And if you can, there'll be um, if you're interested, there's a podcast. Um, it's available on iTunes. Once the show's over, it will be uh, you know, what's it called? The technology will put it together. Um, so yeah, if you could share it on your <laughs> social media pages, I could um, I could send you the link. That would be great if you could get your fans. To, that would be wonderful. Yeah, check you it out. Get it to me. I'll get it right out there. Can't wait. Awesome. I really appreciate it. I think they'd enjoy hearing some of the stuff you spoke about because when I did my research, I didn't hear all that stuff. So I think they would really enjoy that. Perfect. So, Love cool. it. Yeah, once I get that, I'll get that right out to everybody. Thank you so much, Carrie. Okay. Thank you so much. I wish you much success, Mike. Keep in touch. Okay. Thanks. Will do. Thanks for everything. Thanks, right. guys. Appreciate You're you. welcome. Bye. Have a great night. Take care. Bye. All right, everyone. Again, Mike Craig from Farewell to Fear. And uh, check out their album, Voices. It is out right now, and you can pick up a copy of it. Um, if you tuned in late to the show, a podcast will be available once it's over, so you can uh, download or stream it off of Blog Talk Radio, or you can uh, get it off of iTunes. All my shows are on iTunes. Um, Thank you for the continued support. And, again, this show, like I said, it's all about supporting the artists, the entertainers that come on. So, you know, check out the podcast. If you like comedians, I have a bunch of comedian podcasts. If you like music, which is the majority of what I do, um, check them out. And uh, kindly follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Carrie Edelman. I'm also on Facebook, The Carrie Edelman Show, and I'm always posting updates about upcoming shows and events. So I'll be sure to check that out. And if you want to befriend me, uh, find me on Facebook. I have two pages, and uh, one of them might be maxed out at the 5,000. So find the one that's not because it's great to keep in touch with people that way personally, too. Thanks again for the support, everyone. Have a great night. I will be back within a week. I'm working on booking another interview right now. Um, So like I said, just follow me on the different social media sites, and I will have regular updates. Thanks so much, and have a great night.